First I asked a baby girl, what you aspire to be? And she replied to me like, why are you perspiring me, bitch? <laughs> Pardon me if I'm sweating you, but I want to see something else in you before I invest in you. Ambitious girl, what it's sitting for? I'd rather you tell me to hit you later because you got to finish the paper than to be in my face asking for a rosé cup. <laughs> see, these bitches can't cut in your business. I'm in love with your business. And your productivity is the reason I interest, ambitious girl. See, I like the person that you are, but I'm in love with the person that you have potential to be. Welcome to Culture Bias, where we discuss everything in the culture, for the culture, by the culture, including everyone except the vultures. I go by the name of Shiz Penn. It's your boy, Al. Episode 23. Yeah, Mike Jordan. Mike Jordan number. First week of what, spring? Yeah, yeah, first week. Weather's yeah. changing. Feeling good? Look feeling like you, good. Um, we have a like guest hit, in the building that we'll introduce shortly. Look like you're hitting the gym a little bit. I'm trying. A couple vacations on the docket, but uh, we're behind schedule. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before we jump in and introduce our guest, I wanted to see if you could help us out um, since you were our on-site reporter last weekend at Meekin in Atlanta. <laughs> hey, uh, um, Can you give us an update? Uh, it was actually, um, I had a good time. I had a good time. Before the traffic was horrible. Bro, you were in a... Stop saying that. The traffic was a, horrible. The yeah. traffic was horrible. It's my first time being down there, so... Any major city, traffic see? is bad. Okay, well... Go to L.A. It takes two my hours first, to It was downtown. my first time being down there. The traffic was horrible. Uh, Meek Show was dope. Uh, I went to the Sixers game. Okay. That was super dope, even though we lost. It was a tough game, though. Yeah, we can't guard guards yeah. at all. And um, a lot of Philly was down there, but Philly actually uh, was on their best behavior. Awesome to hear. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, like no, like no. Uh, you know how they be down in Miami acting crazy. Awesome to hear. So, I was here in Philly just being a dad. Yeah, you're supposed to be down there. Personal Uber driver, the usual. All right, so we have a guest in the building. Yes, we have a very, very special guest. Talented uh, guest. Very talented, to say the least. Poet. Yeah. Author. Speaker. Media mogul. <laughs> we keep going. Um, motivational speaker. Is that on there? Mom. Mom. Mompreneur. Mom, mompreneur. Mompreneur. Yeah. Introduce our guest, oh, please. We have the very beautiful uh, Queen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out Queen Maui, Maui W, right? Yes, I appreciate that so much. No problem, man. Hey. My man Rick is on it, cuz. <laughs> we have hand claps. Shout out to my guy Rick, man. <laughs> we have hand claps. Rick, we taking you with us to the top, bro. <laughs> so, Maui, can we start with... Um, a quick introduction of what you do, and then we'll kind of backtrack and work our way from there. Okay, so um, I'm an author, like you said, and a writer, a poet. Um, I just start trying to do script writing. Okay. Okay, that's dope. Yeah, I'm trying to be like a baby Spike Lee or something. Not wrong with that. Um, if you need tall guy number four, that's me. <laughs> that's yeah, and that's really it. Like a lot of, and I paint too, but I don't really. So you're just a creative. Yeah, yeah like last year, every, a lot of people knew me for only painting. Painting for like real? superheroes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And selling hair. Okay. Wow, so you bundles, just and, bundles and superheroes. Everything I touch is. Like you just switched your whole picture. Okay. I just have a good touch. So if we can go back to the beginning, what was your introduction to poetry? Because, you know, doing my research, I had a couple of them that was like, okay, this is... 
Then I was like, oh. She got some dope joints, man. She got some joints. She got some baggers. So I used bars. to always, right, I used to always watch um, Headshots. So. Okay, really? Yeah. So you started so, off as a rapper. Yeah, but I didn't have um, stuff to talk about. Okay. And. Was like, it shooting that up? No, with the guns. And like it was mainly like my raps would be like about like the problems I'm having in school. Okay. And like my mom getting on my fucking nerves. So. How to do it? Somebody had, take out, like take your energy out on like. Yeah. I'm tired of being in this fucking room, mom. <laughs> like. <Yeah. laughs> mom won't let me go the fuck outside. Damn, so, it was the hardest. Man. Yeah, cause like yeah, like you know it's meek and everybody on there, so I gotta be hard. Right. But then I started watching um. Def Jam Poetry. Right. And then Eight Miles came out and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Okay. So just seeing these people perform, like all of that kind of stuff inspired me so much, especially Def Jam Poetry, when I'm like, oh, okay, I can talk about love and more interesting things. Like I don't have mm-hmm. to talk about um I don't have to talk about things that's so hardcore and ready. Right. Okay. Um so did you start, like, were you just writing in, like, in a journal, just journaling, or were you just, like, you jumped right into, like, the poetry scene? I don't know. What's that slam and all that? No, thing? I was journaling. I just, just started journaling. performing last year. Okay. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this is something. Mm, yeah, even still, like, um, I felt like, because at the end of the day, like, I still am a strategic person, and I know that ultimately I could go and take over this whole open mic scene or I can take over Instagram and make you want to go to an open mic. Right. Build the fan base before you... Right. Because yep. I'm very, like, um, introverted and okay. I'm not extremely social and I had a big fear of going into places where I don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. So it was more safer for me to build this fan base and when I come into the room... They know who you are. They know who right. I am. But by doing it, it was it became no need for me to go to these open mics. I throw my own events. Okay. So, and I bring, po- I pick poets that I want to perform in my events. Okay. So, and I like it better that way. Okay. So you curate your own scene. Mix it up with Maui. Yeah, what, what, can you tell us what that's, what, what that's about? So we just had um, a mix it up with Maui, Cleveland, Brooklyn, um, Philly. We're going to do um, Baltimore again. Um, it's poetry and networking. So okay. a lot of the entrepreneurs in the city that we do it at come, and you hear poetry, you, I get a cater, you eat. You get to hear poetry while you are exchanging business cards with a lot of important people that are doing things in your city also that you may not know. Okay. Or people that may have too much of a following for them to reply to a DM on Instagram. Gotcha. Gotcha. So a lot of people really enjoy them. We just so, I'm sorry not to cut you off. Um, I got backtrack on the introverted aspect. Because um, for you being a creative, it, it wouldn't seem, based on videos and your Instagram right. Uh, footprint that you would be introverted. Um, I'm always in a car, though. Y'all don't actually point. see that me at a lot awesome. of... Y'all good really point. don't see me around people, so a lot of people do say that I'm so shy. They wouldn't expect me to be so shy, but you be doing this. Y'all don't really see me around nobody, though. Yeah, but when she walked in, she was kind of shy. I thought that was... The, I thought you was in the car for just the lighting, because, like, you know, got all the windows in the car. Well, I started in the car because I worked at the post office and I started doing my poetry there. Right. And I was doing it in their bathroom and it would be too many people coming into the bathroom. Right. So I got into my car because can't nobody interrupt me. Gotcha. So that's how the car thing started. Okay. Maybe one day I'll get like a bag driver sign. So you do do you remember like your first poet po uh first poem that popped like pop like 
Yeah, it was about um, me being a side chick. And okay. everybody on Instagram kept um, reposting it. Okay. Okay. So let's... All right, I have questions about this. Because a lot of your content seems based around relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, is it all past experiences or do you draw on just like what's happening in the world? Majority of the things are um, things that I have experienced, but I can draw. Um, but even if you say, can you write about this? I would prefer it to be something I have experienced and didn't um, write about yet. Sure. Like, because it's more difficult for me to write about things I've never experienced. Okay. So you're, you're you're currently on tour with uh, Just Mike. Oh, me and Just Mike, um, we did Philly and Brooklyn together. Okay. Um, but we not, we're not sure if we're going to do it into a tour yet, even though everybody really loved both of the um, shows. We okay. did Brooklyn on the um, 23rd. How was that? That was really great, and that was my first. That was my second time doing New York. I had did Harlem like two weeks ago. And tomorrow you're supposed to be in New Orleans, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. On the move. Moving and shaking. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we have a couple of books as well. Third book on the way, correct? Yes. Um, when did that passion for writing? I, I we, we get it. You're creative. Anything you touch, you can kind of do. But <laughs> um, <laughs> what led to that passion of just saying, like, hey, I'm going to be, become an author? So um, a lot of my followers would be like, Maui, you give such a great advice. You need to write a book. I don't have time to write a book because, like, if you know the post office, these are long, strenuous hours. And I was like, you know what? I would try to write a book in my free time. So if I write this book, I had got on live one day. If I write this book, will y'all really buy it because I'm going to use the money to publish the book and I'm going to leave my job so that I can do this full time. Right. So They had to buy in before you start writing the book. Yeah, of course. So I'm telling them, like, are y'all serious? Because I'm quitting my job if y'all say, like, so I did my pre-orders. Just while, as I'm, my book was not finished yet. Okay. But I'm halfway through it because I'm doing it on my lunch break. I'm doing it when I get home. Any free time days off I get. That was smart. So when I seen, oh, dang, like they are really taking off with pre-sales. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving this job. <laughs> I'm leaving this. I'm out of here. here. I'm out of here. And then the time start conflicting with me trying to do those open mics that I would try to go to, like mm-hmm. to get some practice. Sure. And I feel like God was pushing me out of my job. Okay. Because everything about my job would be conflicting with me, the things I needed to do. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I couldn't take my son to school. I couldn't pick him up. I wouldn't be able to do no poetry shows. My job just kept, and my car kept breaking down. So it was like. This is a sign. Yeah. Yeah, it's this a, is a sign. It's time to get up out of here. So, okay. So you necessarily didn't come into this to be an author, but the demand from the audience was saying, hey, can you write us a book? Right. And then when I dropped my first book, they said this was not long enough. Okay, so they want more. You need to make another book. Go ahead, you can shame us, plug. What's the book? Yeah, huh? the What's the first book? Um, the Lotus, The Emergence of Beauty from the Mud. Okay. okay. And the second one is The Lotus, um, From Mud to Love. Okay. What's coming up? What's the book number three? Lotus? It's going to be a, the third Lotus. Okay. I'm not sure about the subtitle yet. Got but it. it's always The Lotus because um, that flower um, rises out of mud. Beautiful flower. Really beautiful. Beautiful flower. Definitely. So, a lot of your content is directed towards women. What about the men? I got some stuff for men. Okay. You got a, f- a couple. Right, but at the same time, y'all don't buy my stuff. Y'all don't come to my shows. Okay. My job really isn't to cater to y'all. Period. 
That's not that's to be tough. Though. No, that's serious. That's serious. Cater to your audience. It makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. They don't buy nothing from me. They don't come to my shows unless their girlfriend drag them there and make them. So <laughs> I want to cater to the people that support me. So Boyfriend Chronicles is for, what's the, that's your a, a page, a secondary. Right. It's filled with quotes. Yes. Just filled with. Just like thoughts. random thoughts. Of random yours, thoughts. Right? A lot of them are pertaining to relationships. And so is Boyfriend Chronicles for the men or is that for still for the women? Now, this is the thing, though. Men follow my Boyfriend Chronicles page. There's gems on there. Yeah. Gems in there. Definitely. Now, I feel like the men, they like, okay, we can, we can vibe with this. This ain't uh-huh. too bad. This ain't really biased. And I choose, like, background colors for the quotes that's, you don't mind reposting. Okay, she ain't pick pink. It's green. <laughs> right. Don't worry. Right. I can do that. Right. So I feel like Boyfriend Chronicles is my brand, but it's for anybody to page. Okay. But That's the Boyfriend Chronicle, Boyfriend Chronicle poems are about arguments that I'm having with guys. So if you go on my page and the poem says Boyfriend Chronicles at the top, mm-hmm. okay, what what did he do to her now? Like, right. Are we all bad? No, you not. Okay. I, I say that. it all the time because I feel like people that um say, oh, these guys ain't shit and stuff like that. What you speak into the world is what you attract. And I meet many, many great men. They are not just. Right. They just are not great for me. Right. Mm. So I don't meet like no bad guys. Like the things that I talk about that I went through in my past when I was younger. Like I don't experience that now. But I feel like when when you do certain things, you start dating on your level. Right. The level I that agree. I am at. The men that are on the level that I am do not do the type of things that those guys were doing. Yes. Right. So so is Maui single? Yes. Okay. Maui likes somebody though. Okay. Oh, that's good. Oh, oh uh, MCM. <laughs> now we got a little MCM. <laughs> MCM dropping this week. It's like, no, I don't like nobody. Whatever, you like somebody. I'll catch, feelings. I'll catch flights, not feelings, all right? Ooh, uh-huh. talk heavy. Talk heavy. Talk heavy. Talk heavy. Yeah, I ain't about to catch me slipping up on this live. Oh, yeah, she said she likes somebody now. He already well, got it. We're going to leave that in there. Well, we'll smile, right? As soon as he hit his podcast, he's nah, super heavy. I want him to know if he's listening. I catch flights, not feelings. Mm. If you like me, you so can you catch don't a have time. With me. So you don't have time to date or something like that. Pretty busy. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty busy, but I feel like, um, and I was just talking about this in Brooklyn. If somebody wanted to come into my life and be with me, they would have to pick a role that okay. would complement what I do. Gotcha. Like you see, what I'm saying like I'm her tour manager or something. Yeah, I think that's easy for that men. Makes sense. They like responsibilities. I I, I think that's easy for men because. As much as, like, you know, the stuff that you addressed on about some of the past relationships and experiences, like, there's a lot of good men, mature men. Like, my biggest thing with, like, just relationships, and we kind of see a lot of relationship content put out on the Internet. Um, I think for anybody to be in a successful relationship, they have to be completely comfortable with who they are before you could be in a successful relationship. Right. I got you. Have you seen my shirts that say find yourself and find me? Yes. That's super sure. dope. But I I totally believe that. Right. Like, yeah. for me to be in a successful relationship, I have to know who I am. So, like, right. you being on the road wouldn't offend me because I wouldn't think you was doing something because right. I'm cool with who I am. Right. But right. I, feel, and I feel like that is also a big thing with me going to... Like, sometimes I go to events, and it is guys there, whereas they're like, I found myself was up. Like, and they came right to shoot they shot. Mm-hmm. Like, you would have to be secure and comfortable with you, what you bring to the table and bring to my life to know that I don't care about any of these guys or I'm not paying them any attention. Right. And then not only that, but traveling with your homie is fun. Yeah. Traveling with your homie is the best thing in the yeah, world. Yeah, you get to be in love, travel the world together, watch me do some poems, and you... I used to love, like, the trip with the fellas. 
But now, like at this point, I like to trip with the wife a little bit more. See, it's more fun. See, got, I ain't got that, Uncle Frank. Not yet. Yeah. See, it's gonna come. We got work on you. You gotta order some materials. You got boyfriend Chronicle. Go to the page, pick you up some stuff. I'm gonna just study Maui, then shoot at her. <laughs> Everybody's shooting at me. I'm about to be gunned down. Okay. Um. So we're not all bad. What do you think is some of the issues with, I guess, men today that don't allow them to be in a committed relationship? Oh I know. I'm just. I'm, I know. They don't want to be honest. So if I tell you like. I like you, I want to be with you, but I still want a little side piece, too. But my if thing, I'm honest, is, does that work? You can't be with me having a side piece. This is not KFC. So, <laughs> Bars. <laughs> but I do feel like... Would you respect that honesty, though? I would respect it so much. Give you me the to. choice of choosing. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, as women, we don't listen to what a person is telling us. If you say, I want to do this, but I still want to be with you... I would say, you that's not true. You're just confused right now. You're always running from first responsibilities and commitment. That's your problem now because you ain't had no debt. I will make excuses, whereas, though, like, I'm still going to be patient for, with you. Uh-huh. Like, we don't listen. Right. He just told you he's going to have a side piece chicken dinner, and you just ignored everything that he said. So if I feel like if more people worked on being honest and getting themselves mm-hmm. together, and a lot of these people in this generation, they don't date with intent. No, we just hanging, we just kicking yeah. it. And yeah. then you realize you we got just, a baby, yeah. and he out, and you like, I hate my baby. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. If you got to know the guy before that, like, right. those signs sure. are there. It's, right, it's, no, yeah. it's really no intent in what they're doing. Like, now I'm at a point in my life, like, if I'm talking to you, I look at how many things that you do or, like, going on with your life compliments me right now and my future. Like, could you be a good dad? Mm-hmm. And just because you are, I like you and I'm attracted to you, does not make mean that you will be a good father because certain things that I'm able to tolerate with you is not things that I want my child to endure. Like, I don't like the way he talks to people. Right. But this is going to be how he's talking to our children. Like, yeah, sure. you see gotcha. what I'm saying? Gotcha. People don't think about stuff like that. But I, I think, to your point, like, people don't think five years from now. Like, I think, my personal opinion, I think business, a relationship is probably 60-40. 60% business, 40% the relationship, other stuff. Right. Because this is someone that you're committing to become a business partner with. And then I'm thinking marriage more so. Um, you do more business with your partner than you do the relationship stuff. You are really running a small business with your, your mate. But I feel like that is what people who got the eight shit together more so. It's other people that's like... Well, I would hope... 80% love and then ain't got shit together where it's no... Yeah, it's you like, you really somewhere else in life, cuz. No. All right, so this, I'm, what I'm, this is what I'm you saying. You seem like the type of person that make a lot of decisions with their wife. Like, does this make sense and stuff like that? This is not how a lot of these people out here is moving and operating. Okay. Not, not at all. So this is what I'm saying. If you know who you are, <laughs> right. that's not the person for you. Right. Like, I'm not trying to fix anybody. That I, What's her name? Ayala fixed my life. Yeah. I am not doing that with anybody. Yeah. Like, he got 80% of his wrong with him, but he cute. Use it from a female perspective. Like, bro, that's, that's a bad right project. Though. That's a bad project. You can't take but that. But that's the nah. same thing with and you think, guys, think, though. You are, a, damn, she bad. She a little nurse. She got a little job. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, she might not be a nurse. She a I think females date off potential more than guys do. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. I mean, like, he, he got an opportunity to be this, that, that, that. That shit never pan out. I mean, but men do the same thing, right? Because you, like, you deal with her and you, like, let's say she, 
No shot at the CNAs. We, our CNAs you are love fun. picking on CNAs, guys. It's an easy job because there's a lot of CNAs in our culture. But then you'll be mad that you have to carry most of the financial responsibility in the relationship. But, like, you knew she made $13 when you first started dealing with her. Like, right. What's CNAs? I'm CNAs. We ain't more than that. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, That's the outlier. That's the outlier. Okay. <laughs> Whatever it is. But you knew that, like, you was going to have to carry most of the load financially. You can't hold that against her. I, and I just don't like what is not a problem in the beginning. Later and on, it becomes, becomes a problem, a problem. down the line. Right. Yeah. You knew this from the rip. Right. You right. knew that she was dependent on you in the beginning. Why are you trying to make her get a job now? Like, she's just going to up and get a job. Right. When it was exactly. never required of her. You were fine with it in the beginning. But I, I feel like it's, it's just crazy because, like, even say when a guy when a guy meets a girl, what does he tell his homies? What's the first thing he say when he like, y'all met a girl? What's the first thing he says? Shorty bad. As okay, shit. so when a, when a, when a, when, a, when, a, when a girl meets a guy, what's the first thing she says? Tells her girlfriend. Bitch, I met this nigga that worked for Scepter. Got a band. Or they say what they they say. Listen. What does he do? What does he do? He work at Scepter. You know I mean, listen. We no shot him. at the Scepter bus drivers. <laughs> I love y'all too, but ladies, that is not the jackpot. That is a blue collar job. That I is mean, to some of them it is. Bro. Listen. A, a neurologist is the jackpot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that we know that. I mean, they're not in. Not everybody's in a neurologist. Exactly. Environment to find those type I, of people. They're, totally on, they're on the bus. But all right. So if you do think, because this is what I think, like we need to consider, like relationship wise, you get the bus driver. Yeah. Don't think how you could take from his seventy. Think how you can add to his 70. I say this all the time. Right. I, the guys that I talk to, like when I'm dating you, I think about what can I bring to your table. Not only does that make me last in the long run, I become an asset at the table and not a liability. Right. Assets sure. stay longer. Right. Like You see what I'm saying? Liabilities yeah. get cut. Right. Yeah, you're going to start thinking about what is the biggest bill around here, and you're going to be starting looking Gotta at go. me. Hire you. <laughs> you are my biggest you miss bill, right? You missed. You got to go. Exactly. And that's the same thing that I expect in return. Because right. if you cannot bring anything to my table, you are part of the problem. One of the issues, you need to be eliminated, too. Yeah. And that's with my friends, too. I agree. What the freak do you bring around here? Right. No, yeah. So, right. Oh, that's let's, let's go let's go down that road because I'm big on that too. Um, I think I can keep. I think you have like an inner circle of friends, and then it's like that okay. circle that's a little. So it's the little circle. Yep. And this is like the circle where it's though like what you're surrounded by, you could potentially become. Mm-hmm. And this is the other circle where it's though you could use these people are for anything. These could be the going out friends, yep. but we are not starting businesses with these yeah. friends. We might go to the mall with them occasionally, uncut right. and like to turn up and stuff. But they are what they are here for. Yep. The little tiny circle in the middle of it is the most important circle. And we cannot be mad when the people in this bigger circle don't fit in this circle because you know we want to take everybody with us and stuff right. like that. And we're Definitely. trying to drag them. Well, you need to be more motivated, bro. You want to do... No, you don't. I need to push you out into the bigger circle. I'm going to leave you in the bigger circle and when I need to go out, I'm going to hit you. Right, and I, yeah. I still love you, but I got to love you from out, outside yeah. of the club. Love you from afar. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What did they say? Your network equals your net worth. Yeah. Right. So, the six closest people to you will probably equal your net worth. So, all your homies make 40... It's more likely you make forty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's why you gotta you gotta like like uh find find better friends. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of things. I feel like a lot of people don't be wanting to make friends, and like sometimes people be like, "Well, Maui, my friends don't do this and that." A lot of the people with me are people that I have met along my journey that compliment me. Like besides my sister and my cousin, and 
that's fine with me. I have so many people that got qualities that are so priceless uh-huh. that I don't care that I ain't know you that long. As long as I can trust you. That's right. really what it come down to. It, For it? sure. Yeah. And really what you bring into the table, because ultimately, like, not to toot my own horn, but if you want to be around me, it's because it's something that's beneficial to you and your business also. Right. So I need to know and what you're And I appreciate bring that. Yeah. Like, I, if we have a way that we can help each other. Right. Like, right. Expand. Like, let's do some work. Mm. Let's do some work. Um, but they say, I mean, they say if if you uh, if you if you if you the smartest the smartest and the richest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Right. Totally in the wrong room. Yeah, you're in the wrong room. I live by that. Yeah. All right. Let's. We went down a relationship road. We can come back to that. What did the journey of publishing that first book look like? Because um, it's self-published. Right. What you ever heard? You ever heard Drake say, "I like all the profits, man. I hardly do percents." <laughs> <laughs> got the bars, man. What? I had to no, but, the but you did have to figure that out, though. Yeah. That process. There's so many people that want to write a book. Let's, I got an e- sure. e- e-book in my bio on self-publishing for tonight. I was sending you the layup. Uh, uh, okay. That's a little oop for you. Thank you. I appreciate so I you. Dunk that. Yeah. Um, and it let you know exactly what I did. It's probably, it's exactly what I did. Not all the details in the world, but this is what Maui did, and I want to do what Maui did, and she told me in 13 pages, to the point. And they can find that on? In my bio. On the bio, in your bio. Instagram. It's an ebook. As soon as you buy it, it goes right to your email. Okay. So if y'all want to find her book, look in the bio. If you want to self, yeah, if you want to buy my book or if you want to self publish your own book, you ain't got to read my book. Yeah, if you want to figure out how to self publish no, I'm just the saying, book, I, mean, I, mean, I always go, well, like, I don't think all publishing companies is bad, though, especially right. if you don't got a platform. It yeah. might, it's not going to be as easy for you as it was for me. Right. The average um, self published author sells less than 100 books the first year. Okay. I believe that. So it's not easy. My friend just self-published a book, and they was so hyped that they got their fourth sale. Like, but the book game is a long game, right? Because I could drop a book, and it don't seem like it hit. But two years from now, my brand could grow, and then that already, book could take off. And you gotta already got a book that you don't got to worry about it's writing. It's ready. Right. Ready. So it's ready. So when they start looking for the content, it's already in place. Hypothetically speaking, let's say I, which I am going to, um, <laughs> become way bigger than what I am right now. Like, you already got books to read. I ain't got to sit around, mm-hmm. oh, they want a book from me. They want a memoir. They want this. Yeah. They want journals. Right. What you got, uh? Um, well, you go there. It's okay. Play your game, baby. Um... How did you become an expert on self-love? Can we walk down that path? Because I think you can share some gems for the people. You feel like I'm an expert on self-love? You're kind of good at it. I'm kind of good at it. So, well, I would say you're more self-aware than most people are. I agree with that. Um, I self-reflect a lot. I do the same. So yeah. I would consider you to be an expert to some degree because people don't really look at themselves to figure out the problem. It seems like you do that quite often. Right. So let's go. So I feel like my journey of self-love came from me self-reflecting of not loving myself. Because ultimately, the things that I was willing to accept in relationships and Mm -hmm. the things I was willing to tolerate was reflections of how I felt felt about myself. This is what I feel like I deserve. I don't feel like I deserve to be a girlfriend, and that's why I'm a side chick now. Mm. I don't feel like I deserve to be happy, and that's why I'm allowing somebody to dog me the fuck out, and I keep forgiving them. Mm. Um, I I was basically... Freaking self-sabotaging all the potential happiness that I can have. Mm-hmm. So when I got out of my seven-year relationship and I started talking to somebody else for like a little time frame that I knew freaking had a girlfriend and stuff like that, and it was it was exciting 
because they gave me everything that I did not have in the relationship that I had just came from. Right. So I stopped talking to them, and I just spent the whole year by myself painting and going out, taking myself to dinner. Everything that I was looking for men to do for me to make me happy, I started doing by myself, mm-hmm. like pampering myself, treating myself to things. Even though I knew um, getting out of my relationship um, and we had moved into an apartment together that we knew that together we would be able to pay this rent, mm-hmm. even though I knew that I would... Um, probably fuck my credit up because I will not be able to pay none of my credit card bills. Right. I will not be able to pay my car insurance, the rent, none of these things with my child's daycare. Mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to be happy. And you need to make yourself uncomfortable to find that happiness or you're going to keep looking for it in other, other people in the moment that they leave, you're going to feel like, oh my gosh, I want to die. I have nothing, which I have felt so many times. Right. So when they left and I'm drowning in all of these goddamn bills, like I knew it was going to happen. Right. I felt so like empowered like I'm going to figure this shit out for once by myself and a man is not going to come and whisk away and save me and then throw it in my face what he did for me you know what it was you got comfortable with being uncomfortable right now I love when shit go wrong because I can't wait to figure it out my sister be like you always happy when shit be fucked up yes what am I going to do this time it's just going (laughs) to like turn this whole thing around absolutely so let me ask you this question Um, because you said you were self-sabotaging and you were allowing things to happen in those relationships was it anything that you saw in your childhood that kind of allowed you to believe it was okay to be treated a certain way? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially as far as, um, I, another thing is I did not know how to value a man because right. um, I never seen my mom value a man. Like, you see what I'm saying? Very important. Right. No, that's Very important. So I did not know how to be, I, not that every woman in the world has to be submissive. I didn't know how to be a submissive woman or cater to my man or treat you good. I only know how to, what can you do for me? Like, you see what I'm saying? Right. Materialistically. And now, and even relationships that I was in, like, in my second book, I talk about how I met somebody and God gave me exactly what um, I was asking for last year or two years ago. And it only made me realize how shallow I was because I did not ask for no important qualities like being somebody that's compassionate or communicate well. I just wanted you to be handsome, charming. You could cook for me like you were Mm -hmm. religious. All these things, you had all of these qualities. And it made me realize none of these qualities are qualities that I really need. Like, I feel alone and by myself. I still got more self-reflecting to do. Like, I'm still being shallow. Because you can cook for yourself. I have no desire to cook, though. (laughs) But I couldn't do it for A little guy needs to eat. <laughs> <laughs> we, we eat out pretty often. <laughs> nice restaurants. <laughs> so, um, but like what you said, your childhood has a lot to do with it. But even though it did have a lot to do with it, like even with guys that grow up and they don't have a dad and they become good fathers, sometimes you take what the hand you was dealt and you become just like it or mm-hmm. nothing like it. So you got an option. Absolutely. Like most of my friends. Yeah, Absolutely. so I was looking at what I seen, like, my mom and her girlfriends. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, this nigga got a Benz and stuff like that. And I was becoming exactly what I seen growing yeah. up. But That's that was not me. Do. It was just I was a victim of my environment. Sure. And sure. after spending that whole year by myself, I was able to make better and healthy decisions. But a lot of people are not willing to spend a year by themselves. Right. Because yeah. you got to be. Because it's easier to have someone to rely on. And yeah. it takes accountability. You got to be by yourself. And you got to be honest with yourself, too. We jump into these things like to not feel alone because having somebody is better than being by yourself. Yeah. Or being by yourself means you would have to do the work, and who really wants to do the work? Nobody want to do the work. Nobody want to do the work. They okay. just like what you said. I'm not fixing nobody. Mm-hmm. We want somebody to come along and they compliment us and they make us so much more, and that's dope. 
but I'm already whole. I'm already full. Right. And I want you to be already whole and already full. And two, we are yeah. overflowing We're that we have extra. Yeah. Like, right. we are, half of us are half full. We empty. We giving a little bit that we got to somebody, walking away with nothing, or they pulling, pouring everything that they got into us and they got nothing. We not watering each other. Because okay. we don't got shit. Right. This is true. So, so you don't you don't mind being a submissive woman? To an extent, though. Explain. You said explain? Yeah. So... I am a I am a nurturer and a provider and stuff like that, and I don't mind being a submissive, but I am still extremely ambitious to the point where I can't do that because it's interfering with my own goals and dreams. I feel like a lot of the time, oh, you know, you hear these stories, oh, well, I wanted to be a doctor, but I became the stay-at-home mom, and we had kids, and it just didn't work out. I can't submit to a point where it will cause me to compromise the dreams that I have. Right. Now, to your point. It should never be a man that would want you to put your entire Talk about dreams it. Not on at all. Hold. Talk about Not at all. Not at all. That's why I say to if, be submissive. If you, you want to be in my life, it. you would have to find a place that you can fit into it. Yes. And if you would do that for me, there's no telling what I was I would do for you. I didn't do a lot of great shit for fucked up people, so I'm pretty sure if somebody great came along, the limits would be endless. No, I I think it's like relationships are really about like okay. You can push yourself to a certain point, but when you have the right support system behind you, you can go even further. Right. Because right. those areas where it might push you to a limit, your mate could be there to pick up those pieces. Right. Like, no, I got you, babe. I could do this. And I think that, like, sometimes you you meet people. Like, I did talk to somebody, and you meet people for certain reasons, and Is I met them. Is on Instagram now? No, they're not blocked. I want you to see this. You want to see this glow up? Yeah, you got to see all of this. So um, So it went went left on the the strip of him. Mutually. Okay. Stumped her. So I'm not going to blame everything for Because at the end of the day, whatever you're doing, it ain't nothing that you ain't showed me in the beginning that I accepted. Right. So I feel like sometimes we do meet certain people and they bring, you already got your light. But sometimes you meet certain people and they make it so much brighter. Right. Like, and I feel like when I met that person, like, they gave me so much confidence to do certain things and feel like I could accomplish anything. Mm -hmm. But I had put so much emphasis on how they felt about me that any negative negative thing that they said to me, they were able to turn my light off. And I wouldn't want to go to a show. I wouldn't want to perform. That's bad. That's extremely bad. That's bad. So it would be so many times where they said one little thing to me and... No, I, there's no That's bad because it becomes it was such a switch a, that they could turn on and turn off. It's like I started feeling like I, I was on like this mood. puppet thing. Yep. Right. And I was just this puppet that was being controlled, and this person was able to control my emotions so much, but I allowed that. Right. So now I'm so, if you like me and you want to come into my life, I'm so, what are your intentions? Right. Why are you here? Well, you can't be that guarded. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to work on it. Super so let me guarded. ask you this question, because I believe... A successful relationship is built on the foundation of friendship. I I like the idea. And if we are more friends than we are, because, like, listen, all this, like, lust, like, when somebody knew I'm attracted to you, that's going to fade. So we need to make sure this foundation is solid, that our our interests are aligned, um, our hobbies kind of coincide with each other, so we have something to build on, because if not, everything old, beca- everything new becomes old. Right. I agree with that. I absolutely agree. But I feel like a lot of the times, 
people, I feel like a lot of the times people aren't focused on, um, you want to sit right there? Come on, sit right here. A lot of the times people aren't trying to be friends in the beginning and stuff like that because when you find something and you really like it, we so possessive. Sure. Like, oh, I really like you. So what are we doing here? What are we? Mm -hmm. Because what if somebody else in this world sees what I like and they want it? Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. you don't like me. Or now you got options and choices. I want to just take you off the market and control and possess you before anybody else does. We don't try to be friends. Right. We are not secure enough with what we bring into how we make another person feel to be their friend. Because I feel like ultimately we feel like in the end they wouldn't choose if, if they had more options. Yeah, I do feel like friends friends make the best relationships. That's For sure. Me. Yeah. For sure. So can you give any insight on what's necessary in a successful relationship today? I feel like what would be necessary is communication, compromise, which people don't want to compromise about stupid ass shit. So who struggles more with communication? That's what I'm about to ask. Men. Why you say that? Only because you might communicate something, but it's not in the extent where you really need to communicate it because like you don't want to seem like super emotional like and stuff like that. Right. Like, he's really distracting me. But, um, but, um, I feel like, uh, and a lot of the times, the way y'all communicate, y'all become defensive as if I'm trying to argue, or women in general. So yeah. here you go, starting this nut shit. <laughs> so I think it's sometimes... <laughs> so I think it's sometimes it comes from us not knowing where the woman is coming from, so we, we can kind of get defensive when responding. That's all right. Put it down, please. You told him to sit in here. I know. He kept, he, I, I thought it would work. <laughs> um, okay. So communication is something I think that could be worked on, right? Because mm-hmm. if you build that friendship early on, you know what the person doesn't like, or what they do like, how they enjoy being spoken to, and how they, you understand a person better. So right. I think that's where that friendship is very important. All right, compromise. Tell me is that, tell me is that a woman or a man? Woman. We are much willing to compromise than a man will. We will compromise. I'm going to argue that one. We will compromise because at the end of the day, we want to make you happy to whatever to do whatever it takes to make you happy. Right. Even if it's saying, y'all compromise on threesome, shout. Even if it's not saying to be comfortable with, if I know that this is really going to make my man happy, I'm going to do it. Right. They I, that, one, that one didn't work in my house. <laughs> no compromise. You got to draw a line where it's though. Listen, I'm happy, with, and not something I ever pushed for, but I'm happy it wouldn't be no compromise there because I probably wouldn't be here today because that just opened up a whole another door. But yeah, for sure. So many guys that I know that's married that brought that into the relationship say that they wish they did not bring that into the. Yeah, it, it seems like it, it could be very messy. Why we not having energy? No. Good. So what are what are most of us doing wrong when approaching these relationships today? I feel like when you are approaching these relationships, you don't know what you are looking for out of this relationship. You, okay. You are just looking at somebody with some decent qualities that you're attracted to. Like, there's no intent in it. Like, are you trying to get married? Like, do you want to have kids? I make it clear that I love my son, that I don't want no more. Like, right. that's why yeah. when I'm talking to you, like, I'm asking these questions. Yeah, I'm coming in a with a deal these... breaker. You're like, hey, Definitely. you kids. Uh... <laughs> oh. Oh. All right, Zai, go sit on the couch, bye-bye. You got to sit on the couch with mommy's phone. 
Thank you, baby. Huh? Down. Hey, okay, lay on the couch and take a little nap. We almost done. So I feel like they coming in with no intent. So no intent in the relationships is probably what's sending people down this rabbit hole of going through this continuous cycle. Because um, now we get, we're in this relationship and there's so many things like, what do you mean you don't want to have kids? Oh, but if you would have asked in the beginning, like, yeah. and you wouldn't know That's notice. communication. Right, communication. And you weren't, you weren't worried about me not having kids in the beginning because you ain't have no intent. You didn't right. know you was going to have kids by me. Right. You just came in here freestyling. Absolutely. What you got, uh? Um. Well, um. I got a question right now. Go ahead. I was just hey, struggling with that. Four times. Four I was times just struggling. Life. I was struggling with my man right there, <laughs> man. <laughs> how, how, what role do you think social media plays in relationships today? Good or bad? Bad. Bad, bad, bad. Please tell me. Right. Too many bad bitches just floating around on the gram. You about to like these pictures. And nigga, why you keep liking this little bitch pictures? And why she putting her eyes under yours? Look at this argument. I don't think that argument has to take place. You don't think it has to take place? No. Because listen. I can go through the... You wouldn't have a problem with me mall shopping and just walking through the mall and just... Or I'm in Miami. I'm on South Beach. Okay. I can look at everything I want. Me and you could be together and I can still look, right? So on social media, I'm just browsing, right? Yeah, but I feel it's like... It's intent. Because I open that door, if I comment on her page and I put heart eyes... Then Most she would, definitely. Then she would feel it's okay for her to put heart eyes on my page, and that's when I violate some, the out trust. Right, but sometimes it's girls that's just shooting a shot with you. Yeah. I think you make that very clear with your intent, right? You, If you are in a successful relationship, your mate is known. Your relationship status is known. And if she won't be that bold, you can shut that down. Okay. Shut it down. She and your DMs, but, shut it down. You know, we have egos, so sometimes we like to entertain it because it makes us feel good about ourselves, right? Might be having a bad day at work. She's sliding, little googly eyes. It make you feel good? We shallow creatures at the end of the day. I'm I, just being I absolutely believe that because I feel like I was talking to somebody that loved the thrill of um, new texting people, texting mm -hmm. different new people in the beginning, them asking them questions like, oh, what do you like to do in your free time? Just the icebreakers. And then like, all right, this is boring. Then, it, then it's that. Next mm -hmm. person. No, but that's why my girl broke up with me, basically. That's what really happened. That's why I left my baby dad. Yeah. And so, social media? No. But or yeah. just texting? Texting, but he was getting him off social media. Yeah. Oh, so what do you like to do in your free time? Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> no. What's your favorite fucking color, huh? Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of Get the fuck out of got kicked out, man. I think we could beat social media if we really want to. We can. I don't think it... I feel like, but like what I said earlier though about being, um, being an asset, uh, like you just gotta just try to build a real solid foundation with somebody and like have some like what y'all creating is so decent. Like okay, Jay Z cheated on B and stuff like that, but what we building is so great. I don't want to fuck this up. I'm too right. scared to fuck this up. It's so great. I love you so much, and we're able to do this together. But Come on. Do you feel? But even when that does happen, right? And if you believe that your your mate made an honest mistake, it is something that you could probably believe you could work through. Some stuff you can absolutely work through. I agree. I like we we found one thing wrong in a relationship. Like, all right, I'm done with that relationship. Next relationship, and, I'm, and this one's going to be better. I'm a we're going to nail it right. You still need those challenges to 
to test the love. Right. Like, you see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how much do I really care about you? How much I'm willing to work through all of this? Mm-hmm. This shit ain't going to be freaking roses and daisies all the time. That's what we right. expect, though, because we see the happy couple on social media, and you think that's... They was fighting before they took that picture. Right, Definitely. and at the same time, when we talk, like, when I'm talking to you, I'm not really thinking about what an argument like what you was like. Or how I'm going to feel if you cheated on me. Like, I'm not think, thinking about all those times because I'm living in the moment. Like, this person makes me so happy. I feel so good. So, it really is a situation where you cross the bridge when you get to it. But just like when people will be like, oh, like, I would do anything in this world for you. It's time for you to do anything. What you willing to do? So, a lot of times. I'm out. Like, right. You hurt my you hurt my feelings. You hurt my feelings. I'm out. And you be like, well, I thought. I thought you was doing anything. <laughs> I thought you was riding until the wheels fell off. And now they catching an the Uber. Absolutely. So, so why uh, I feel like um, women are eat, are quicker to take a man, a man back, okay, when cheating, versus men taking a woman back. What do you think about that? I absolutely agree with that. Okay, because we understand the flaws of a man. We right. give we cut them too much slack. Now, and, and this is another thing. This is what makes it very very complicated. And this is another thing of why if I was a man and my girl cheated on me, I wouldn't take her back. So. You guys are such, like, in-the-moment creatures that y'all could freak somebody. Y'all met, y'all met at the bar and there's nothing. Like, you really, you just can't control your freaking hormones, nasty ass. Right. I cheated on you. You liked him. You I really liked him. Yeah, yeah. I was texting him. He yeah. has something that you are not doing. Yep. He's yep. making me feel a way that you are not making me feel. Yep. Yep. And not only him that, but when I come in his house, I don't act different. I actually act better. I'm doing more shit than I'm supposed to because right. he makes so he make me feel yep, good. He made me feel good. You, on the other hand, start cheating on me and acting so different because you think you done fell on freaking Queen Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. So you getting smart with me. You picking little arguments. You don't want to sleep in a bed. You think that you freaking then got your little lottery ticket of happiness. She start acting the same way I'm going to start acting. Right. And they'll look at you with somebody that don't really care about you, that you don't know like that, thinking it was going to be a little happy place. Right. But, that's the main reason why if my girl cheated on me, I wouldn't take her back because I know what goes into all of that. Because I cheated before. Yeah, no, listen, y'all, like, y'all fully y'all crafty. committed to it. No, y'all fully and committed then, to and, it. And we don't get court. Yeah, I, like nothing changes. Nothing. Y'all move around changes. like nothing changes. I say changes. This all the time. If we get court, you want to get you, court. I wanted to get court. You went through my phone, or you did the reverse psychology. Well, well did you anything? Well, when we was on a break, did you do anything? Just mm-hmm. be honest. I'm not gonna get mad. Right. I am not folding during the reverse psychology. Sturdy. Sturdy. <laughs> I did nothing. Stayed ten toes down, man. And I'm still you could going, be cracked. Everybody I, could be cracked. And I'm still going to cry when you tell me what you did. Everybody could crack. And I'm still crying. Dang, Like I knew it's like no. See? That's wild. That's wild. But I know um, for a fact. MCM, if you're listening. MCM, if you're listening. Take note. I would not cheat on you, though. Because I, I like you. She might not always be right, fellas. What? Uh-uh, he liked me back. Okay. Ow. <laughs> well, this is awkward. <laughs> what if he doesn't? I'm pretty sure That's he does. You're pretty sure he liked me back? How, should, should. How, can, how can I can I ask you a question? How will I know if he liked me back? That's tough. You don't, but just <sighs> listen. No, this no, this is the guy that's true. That's the fun part about finding somebody to be with forever. You Remember that story, the childhood story was like kiss the, the frog or the, like, you just have to kiss a bunch of frogs to find your prince. Like, that's just, that's every bad relationship. I don't want to kiss no more frogs. <laughs> you might have two more to go. Yeah. No, I just want to kiss him and I want him to turn into a little prince. All right, well, he might be the one. If he <laughs> listens to this and he stands sturdy, after you told him, like, you could cheat the straight face, cry and all that, he the one. <laughs> he the one. He's solid. Why would you repeat that? He's solid. Listen. 
Um, y'all hold this to the fire. You bring up Jay. There was no reason for you to bring up Jay and Beyonce. Jay cheated on her. There was no reason for you to bring that what? up. What? I had to bring it up because I just wanted y'all to know that anybody could get cheated on. This is true. For sure. And y'all love making relationship goals. I just want you to know. She got cheated on. They had problems like real people. Absolutely. You still could, you got to figure out your person that you're going to work through with and build a solid foundation when you go get, and it's great if you could travel the world and get some money with the person you love. How do you feel about that whole people trying to imitate people's relationship goals and all that? I don't like that. Even um, if I'm in love with you deeply, you're not getting posted on this page. Right. And not because. No? No. Husband? No, I'm going to post your hand or something. See, Why? I'm, I'm gonna go iffy you can post about me though. This. What? I'm gonna go iffy about. Now we out here moving like Why? a nigga, man. I'm moving like a nigga only because there's so many people in. Um, so you you worried about the women that might come after him because? Of- Absolutely not, because he can post me on his page if you want to. But as far as my page goes, I just feel like you like McDonald's. You preserving the brand at all costs. Listen, <laughs> I just want to protect, like, even I just started posting my son on my page. The things that, I'm lo- that, that I really love, I am to... protective over. Like, gotcha. you see what I'm saying? No, I got you. Like, my son has a highlight on my page, but he's not all scattered on my page. Like, you right. got to go down, down. Yeah. And it's like, when I love you and I care about you, I don't want to share every, I feel like I'm so vulnerable in my poetry. I don't want to share everything with every single person, especially if I love you and you my man and I'm loving on you. I don't want them to see it. You, I don't want to post you giving me gifts and freaking, oh, look what he bought me for my birthday. So I don't believe none of that, right? Right. For me, that's a telltale sign that, like, you're not that happy or you just want everybody else to seem impressed by what he's right. doing. Right, but you... Because, like, some of the... Listen, some of the stuff is just private. Like, this is a moment between me and you. We don't have to share this with the world. I absolutely agree. And I feel like right now on Instagram, it's a whole, like... It's high be, school. Be lit with your couple. On, it's it's yeah. like a high school in hallway. You prom and king, prom queen. Everybody want to be prom king and queen. Yeah, come on. We about to be on every... I don't want that. Like, I want us to be really out here in the real-life world doing real things with each other. Yeah, absolutely. Not right. trying to get likes and comments. Yeah. Like, it's real... About pe- from people that don't really care. That don't really care. Don't even know you. That's it at the end of the day. People don't really care. You I, know why? They're scrolling down two pictures, and they're going to do the same thing all exactly. over Exactly. Oh, let's, post, let's do this together, and it's going to be so cute. No. Don't be one of them people with me, please. Okay. MC, MCM going to get it together for you. He is. I know he is. <laughs> What's next for Maui? Yeah. I feel like Maui needs to go be on a TV show or something. Okay. Y'all would like me on a TV show? What type of TV show? I'm interested. What Might type of TV, TV show? show? Probably drama. Drama? Yeah. Like, we can't do like a reality. Like We ain't doing no reality. We can't do... I couldn't be reality. We can't do growing up poetry. No, but I feel like I could be like, um, like on something like Shy. The Shy. I think, yeah. You can see me okay. on there somewhere. So yeah. acting's next. Yeah, I feel like I should act. You I agreeing think, with us? I think theater. Theater. Why you want me all y'all dramatic? No, no, no. I Listen, I, I I think you have a lot of charisma and passion in your poetry, and I think that'll come out better in theater than on the TV screen. This is my personal Okay, opinion. so what do you think I need to be in a play or something? I think play would be a good start, because it would give you a chance to do a lot of writing as well. Okay, I can agree with that, I guess. And plays do well. <laughs> they do well. They do. Oh, I like stuff to do well financially, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about the bag. Okay, so TV show next. Third book coming. We have a date? No, we don't. Y'all pre- they pressured me with the first and second one. I allow Instagram to pressure me. You're taking your time with this one? I'm taking my little itty bit of time. Okay. Upcoming events. Where Upcoming are we at? Where are we at? Uh, so we got Baltimore this month. We are going to take over down south this month. So you are going to catch me where like... Where 
You want to catch me in like Tennessee, Mississippi, Atlanta. I like Tennessee. I'm, I'm probably going back to Texas again. The only thing that's not down south that we're going to do is probably um, Delaware, Jersey, and LA. When you coming back to the, the tri-state area, I need to come out and check. I need to come out and check this out since new men come. I'm, I need to slide through and see what's so happening. You probably catch events. me when I figure out what day I'm going to do Jersey. Yeah, let's make it happen in Delaware. I'll keep I'll keep my eye out for the new dates popping up. Because you already missed the Philly ones. I know. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Philly ones was really dope too. Was it? Yeah, it was a lot of people there. That's dope. We did one right. in, um one in West Philly and one at Punchline. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll come to, I, I can do Jersey Delaware. It's an hour drive. Yeah. It's fine. It's going to be fine. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. All right. Where can the people follow, at you, follow you at? Where they can find you at? They can find me on Instagram at Maui, M-A-U-I underscore W. How did you so come you up? struggle with that a little bit. Yeah. I never really, I never really <laughs> shot out my Instagram name. How did you come up with the name? It's a place in Hawaii. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, but, like, no significance to it or I always said if I had a son and a daughter, I would name him Maui and Mason. I thought that would be super cute. Okay. I had a son. I did not name him Ma- Mason. Gotcha. I take the Maui name. Fuck it. Okay. I'm not like, going to use this name because his name is cute. So. Can uh-huh. we can we get a, po- a poem before you go? Oh, sure. Um, oh. You okay. want something kind of exclusive, though. Something exclusive? Yeah. Um. I'm, okay. I got this poem on my page that don't nobody really pay attention to, but I like it. Okay. Let's go. That's right. If you're a king, you deserve to get catered to. And if she treats you like a king, it's only right as you return the favor too. So I'm waking you up to the dinner that I made for you. And if you're good, I'm waking you up to some other things that I saved for you. Your little angel in doubt to remind you you're going to make it through your partner in war to tell you nobody built like you. You got an ice cream truck. I'm the little baby that's scooping too. And since I know how much you do, I never forget to sit and pray for you. I heard those girls love you out there. That's kind of funny. You know I love you too. The only difference we share is the reasons that we in love with you. They love what you can do. I love the things I see inside of you. And he says, falling for you is easy for me. You so much different from the chicks I often would meet. You waited for me, and I played in the streets calling my phone like, when you going to be the man I thought you could be? So anything you ask, I fall at your feet because when you're a queen, you deserve to get catered to. And since you treat me like a king, it's only right I return the favor too. That's it. It's short. All right. Great. That was Bars uh, <laughs> from Maui. Um, king, I hope you heard that one. Yeah, MCM. <laughs> there we go, Rick. I mean, Why would you say that? What? <laughs> Why would you say MCM? I heard you heard. Hope you heard that. Listen, MCM. He, we gotta get MCM ready, man. If he break that down, he'll break act right. What? No, listen. It's been a pleasure for us to I have got, you here today. I just want to say that I got five MCMs, but go ahead. Oh, she out here. Man, MCM. Damn. Damn. She out here. Um, she capping. No, it's been a pleasure to have you. Thank you for sharing. Um, I think you gave some great gems to the ladies. Definitely. Um, it was a pleasure. Anything we could do to help support you, we are there at the next event in the local tri-state sure. area. Um, we out of here. Episode 23, rate, review, subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, Culturally Biased Podcast underscore. See y'all next week. Same time, same place. Let's get it. First of all, worst I ask a baby girl. What you aspire to be? And she replied to me like, why are you perspiring me, bitch? <laughs> Pardon me if I'm sweating you, but I want to see something else in you before I invest in you. Ambitious girl, what it's sitting for? I'd rather you tell me to hit you later because you got to finish the paper than to be in my face asking for a rosé cup. <laughs> see, these bitches can't cut in your business. I'm in love with your business. And your productivity is the reason I interest, ambitious girl. 
See, I like the person that you are.